Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our uh, live stream. Today, we are talking about YouTube promotion. That's why I decided to invite an awesome guest and expert in this niche, David Walsh. And it's more interesting that he has over 227,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. How are you, David? I'm fantastic. How are you doing today, Anatoly? Oh, yeah. I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to learn more about YouTube because uh, I love this format. Uh, I test a lot with this format. And the last time uh, I started to test uh, a new feature, YouTube Shorts. Uh, yep. I have no results with this, but I hope to get it because we provide different formats. Uh, I'm working with my editors. Yep. And I hope to get results here. By the way, what do you think about this format? Uh, yeah, YouTube Shorts is actually very exciting um, for a number of reasons and for all sorts of people on YouTube, not just not just the kids who are filming themselves doing dancing like on TikTok, but also for business owners as well. There's a lot of opportunity right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, before we start, um, introduce a little bit about yourself, your background and why you decided to jump with YouTube. Um, so I'm a business owner. I work with business other business owners to help them promote themselves um, and grow their business with YouTube. Uh, and this all started way back in goodness me now, back in the last decade, back in 2013. Um, it was actually around, it was almost, yes, uh, this time of year where uh, I actually was doing web development. So I was doing high-end membership sites and product launches uh, for clients back then. And I had two clients um, I was working with at the time, and both of them emailed me on the same day to say that we had finished the project and that was it. And as you know, as a service provider, when you sell your services, you spend all your time actually delivering on those services and you don't have much time to go out and sell yourself again. So that's what happened in this particular case. I had um, didn't spend any time selling, didn't bring any new clients through the pipeline. And I was beginning to freak out because they had paid me some money, but there was nothing there. There was no new money coming in at the time. And uh, my my current wife, who was my girlfriend back then, was working in fashion and she didn't have any work either. So basically two people in the house were unemployed. And it was just after Christmas. January is the most expensive month of the year because you got all your Christmas bills and all that sort of thing. So I was beginning to freak out. So I got into a little bit of a depression. Mental health wasn't great back then. And uh, one day, uh, Lena said to me, uh, I, was, I was lying in bed, sort of wondering how could I let this happen to me? All of these sort of negative thoughts were, were festering in my mind. And she just came into the bedroom and said, look, get up, go for a run, do something. I know you just get out, get out of your head and just get out and do something. So I did put my, put my running gear on, went for a run. And as I was running, I was again, I had these questions in my head. How could I let this happen? How could it be so stupid? But as, as I was running and as the oxygen got into my body and the endorphins began to kick in, I began to ask better questions. So I was asking, okay, so what can I do about this particular situation? How can I turn this around? And then I asked a better question and said, well, what did I do before that brought in clients? And that's when the light bulb went off. I'd realized that I had put four videos up on YouTube and those four videos had brought up four clients to me 
uh, into my business. And that mm -hmm. was worth about $10,000 worth of business. So once I had this realization, I quickly turned around, ran straight home and says, honey, I know exactly what we need to do. So it was at that point I decided to uh, just go all in on YouTube. Um, and I wasn't I, I couldn't do more of the uh, membership sites and product launches because I knew that was not going to be uh, I couldn't keep doing that for 12 months. And that's if you're watching this, make sure to write that down, that you have to be able to sustain the content that you start creating. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. I could do about 10, maybe 15 videos, and then I'm just doing the same thing all over again. So I looked at the the, the, the the lay of the land at the time, and there was no one really talking about how to use YouTube. And there was one, two people at the time, so I thought, hmm, there's an opportunity here. So um, I decided, right, I can do this YouTube thing because they're constantly changing the platform, things are updating on a regular basis, and I can create content till the cows come home. So on uh, February, February 19th, 2013, I uploaded my first video, and uh, on how to YouTube. And I got to 10,000 subscribers in 10 months and then uh, 100,000 subscribers in three years. So that's my particular journey with YouTube. And as you said today, we've got 227,000 subscribers. Yeah, great, great. I love your story. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, um, I see that uh, storytelling style is the best, <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you use the style, and uh, I see that you are super active on YouTube and consistent in your way to create yeah. content to uh, provide a lot of streams. Uh, uh, tell me about consistency. What do you think uh, if you want to jump with YouTube? It's a crucial element to be consistent, or uh, it's better to uh, think about quality? No, you, you have to be consistent, 100%. It's, it's, it's actually, if you're not consistent, don't even bother. And that's just, not mm -hmm. just YouTube, but any platform. If you can't be consistent, if you just want to throw up five videos today and do nothing for six months, forget it. You're not going to be a success. And it's not just YouTube, as I said, it's any uh, social platform. But mm -hmm. consistency is key with YouTube uh, because it takes, once you start uploading, it takes time for YouTube to start indexing your channel. And from a from an SEO perspective, this is vital. So if you're getting indexed means that you you know Google, not just YouTube, but also Google as well, are indexing your content. They know where to put you in both the the YouTube and the Google search engine. And you know you have to show up. You have to let YouTube know. Yep, I'm here for the long haul. Yes, I'm going to put up consistent content. Yes, I'm going to put up high quality content. And I'm going to use. Uh, the tools available to me to create content that my audience is looking for and will enjoy. I will have a great um, watch, uh, will have a great viewing experience, just the same as they would with a blog post on Google or something like that. Mm -hmm. So consistency is key. It is, it's, you just can't be successful without it. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I see that uh, a lot of content creators, they fail to get uh, fast results and uh, stop it, quit with YouTube. Yeah. What can you tell these people? For example, uh, I know about PewDiePie. When he jumped with YouTube, uh, he got um, 285 subscribers for uh, after uh, submitting 100 videos. Uh, for example, Mr. Beast uh, submitted uh, videos over uh, a year and got uh, first thousand subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell more about uh, testing uh, consistency and uh, how 
to motivate yourself, uh, don't give up, something like this. Yeah, so well, they, those particular cases, it's much more than consistency. So what they were doing was uploading content, but it wasn't necessarily getting great traction. So they were still figuring out what it, what it was that their audience really, really, really wanted. And uh, when PewDiePie figured that out, that's when he went ballistic. When Mr. Beast figured it out, that's when he went mega ballistic. Um, and if you, you see interviews with Mr. Beast, especially, he will tell you what YouTube looking for. He, un, he Once he understood how YouTube worked, that's when he went from a couple of hundred thousand to like millions, like tens of millions of subscribers. Um, so it's not just consistency. Consistency helped him get to the point where he totally understood the YouTube platform. And consistency was actually the sort of the workout he needed to be able to get there, be understand the, how YouTube worked, but also understand the content and understand the content creation process so that he knows how to create the content that his audience really, really wants. And PewDiePie is the exact same. And anybody um, who is a, a major success on YouTube typically has a similar story or has a similar um, lead up to their success. It's like sometimes it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Um, so for them, it took a couple of years for them to get to the point where they actually just went, they skyrocketed off to you know, YouTube oblivion and no one could touch them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see uh, on your channel that you uh, stream a lot. Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't know, perhaps it's your loving format uh, because uh, uh, I test different formats and uh, for my Russian channel, it works perfectly fine. We get a lot of clients with this format, but uh, uh, we also provide a lot of video editing and uh, uh, chase some uh, uh, evergreen content because yeah. uh, YouTube is the search system as well. You can get a lot of views and traffic uh, when people search for your content. And exactly. we have, uh, yeah, we have high positions with uh, high volume keywords in the Russian direction. And um, can you tell which format is better, uh, streaming or uh, evergreen content or trends, for example, when you uh, provide some breaking news? You need all of them, to be honest with you. Like you mm -hmm. can get away, like if you're going to pick two out of those three, it's the evergreen content and your live streams. You can get away with without the trends. The trends are going to give you a big boost, but in a short space of time. Um, so if, if you really, if you weren't interested in trends, you could get away with it, but you're going to miss out on a big hit of uh, search, well, a big hit of traffic to your channel. Um, and I can give you a number of examples on them. It's like we have evergreen content that actually trends every so often. So uh, one example I have on my channel is how to delete your Facebook account. Mm -hmm. Every two or three months, there's a massive spike in traffic because something happens. Zuckerberg does something or uh, people <laughs> just want, you know, they just want to get, get rid of Zuckerberg for some reason, whatever. And we'll see like 20,000, 30,000, 40, 50,000 views in a day. Hit, mm -hmm. our, hit that particular video. So that video is just like, it's it's both evergreen, but every once in a while, it hits a trend. Um, a trending video that was also doing phenomenal now that turned into a, an evergreen video for us is how to set up a Zoom account. So mm -hmm. obviously with lockdown, the whole world and their dog turned to Zoom to do their meetings. 
So I did a video on that. I saw it was a trending topic. I saw people had put up a video. It would got like two, 300,000 views in like a month. So I thought this is a good topic. Um, so put my video up and all of a sudden, boom, we went top of the search and it's actually number one on Google right now for how to set up Zoom. Um, so we get phenomenal traffic. So that's how we turned a trending topic into an evergreen and an evergreen topic into a, 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 into a trending topic. Um, now with live streams, that the, those can go evergreen if you uh, select the right term and the right keywords and stuff like that for your title, those can go evergreen as well. But we use um, we use live streams to connect with our audience. It gets great watch time, which is the currency on YouTube. So we use we we will use all three on our channel. Uh, sometimes, like we don't actively look for trending stuff, but when we see something, we'll we'll make a video on it. But we typically will do like a lot of evergreen uh, content. And and luckily, well, luckily or unluckily, whatever way you want to look at it, YouTube is changing the whole time. So. I can make a video and in three months, YouTube will update their system and I have to remake the video because how you did that particular uh, thing has changed. So mm -hmm. like our evergreen is ch constantly changing and stuff like that because YouTube are updating their platform. So you need, uh, back to your question, you do need all three, but focus on, if you're gonna pick two, is definitely focus on live streams, definitely focus on our create video on demand, evergreen content, because that's the stuff that's gonna really uh, keep your channel growing over time. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, great insights. Um, I'm interested about uh, finding these keywords. For example, you mentioned about Facebook or, and Zoom. How to find these uh, great keywords? For example, when I search on Google, uh, the level of competition is uh, huge there. It's it's tough to overcome some big players uh, on Google because today we have 1.8 billion websites online. Um, and uh, when I search on Google, I usually search for topics with a lack of quality content. How to find these keywords on YouTube and provide and create this content? Yeah, so like a lot of it is if you're on there, you'll see stuff happen, like stuff that appears in your feed. Uh, YouTube will start feeding you stuff automatically. And when you see the same type of title appear again and again and again, and you, you notice like last week I saw this video and it had 10,000 views. This week it's got 100,000 views. Um, that's when I start to take notice of particular trends um, and stuff like that. Or there's going to be like, you, you you know, the players in the game. And when you click on their content, you'll see all the other videos that are doing quite well with that, with those um, keyword terms as well appear beside that video. So a lot of it is just like being on there and noticing stuff. Obviously, if there's a particular topic, first thing you do, as you do with Google, is go in and look, type in the search engine bar and see what it throws back at you. And then from there, you can uh, select whatever those uh, automated key, the uh, suggested ones that come up that YouTube give to you, and then just look at the, the, the videos that are on there. So again, you can use Google and YouTube against itself. And for me, I don't care if somebody is like 10 million subscribers or 20 subscribers, it's all fair game. And with search, you it, it is a little bit easier than on Google to rank um, on YouTube. Um, and when you do rank quite well and you get good watch time and great uh, average view duration on your videos, that's when you hit the top of Google. 
uh, like with our how to set up a Zoom video uh, and how to, and I think also with the how to delete your Facebook account, I think both, I know the Zoom one is definitely top of uh, Google and I think the, the Facebook one's also top of um, Google as well. But with those, because we're creating a great viewing experience and we're giving the audience exactly what they want and they're staying pretty much all the way to the end, the, the data is being sent from YouTube over to Google and Google's going, maybe our audience will also like this content too. So we'll feed them that uh, video at the top of the search rankings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good, good. Uh, what about, um, you know, I often get questions from my clients. Uh, is it too late to jump with YouTube today? For example, they have business. They usually order SEO or other digital marketing marketing but uh, when uh, i uh, tell them you need to provide video content because you can get more customers yep. Uh, yep. to create brand awareness and many of them replied to me uh, it's too late what can what can you tell them <laughs> it's never too late the thing is is that if their competition starts tomorrow and they don't start at all they're going to be left behind because in 12 months, their competition is a year ahead. If they decide, oh, crap, we need to get on this thing and they're 12 months behind, that's a long time when it comes to YouTube. Um, because it's going to take, they're going to give you a couple of hundred or a couple of thousand subscribers ahead. And once they get that subscriber momentum and they have a, a, a base of viewers on their content that, that you know, watch their, their videos a couple of thousand or 10 or 20, 30,000 times every time they upload a video, then they're going to be left behind. Because as you said before, um, it's like when you have subscribers, it's you get more uh, love juice from YouTube because you've helped them create a community around your content. And so if they're left behind and they're trying to just do the SEO thing and all that sort of stuff, and they're not creating an actual subscriber base and an actual proper YouTube channel, then it's going to be way more difficult. Um, it will be over for them um, if they don't uh, start doing stuff today. Mm, yeah, got it. Um, okay, uh, for example, um, someone uh, started a, a YouTube channel yeah. and uh, how to get uh, first subscribers, uh, yes. know, like 100 subscribers, 1,000 subscribers. If you uh, create some high-quality content, valuable content, but nobody cares, you know, yes. and I know that many people can give up, you know, uh, what, what to do. Uh, well, then you have to look at what your call to action is on your videos. If you have other YouTube channels in the exact same space you are and they've got 10, 20, 30,000 subscribers, then you're doing something wrong. So uh, you need to tell your audience to subscribe. Uh, you need to be proactive in, in telling people to subscribe. You can't be, you can't be sort of ashamed of it and sort of, oh, please subscribe. And this sort of thing, it says, hey, if you like this content, make sure to hit the subscribe button and click on the notification bell to be notified when we upload videos every single week to help you do X, Y, Z. So you give them, uh, so in, in that, in just in that little sentence right there, I've told, I've given them the instruction to subscribe. I've also given them the instruction to hit the notification bell. And I've also told them, I upload videos every single week that has a benefit. So just in that like five, six, seven, eight seconds, I've given a lot of information. So if you're not doing all of that in your call to action, then people aren't going to subscribe.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, we have the first question. By the way, guys, uh, ask questions. You can submit your YouTube channel. We will provide some insights because uh, on the previous webinar, we got uh, over 20 YouTube uh, channels and uh, we didn't have time to review all of them. If you have it, uh, uh, you can submit in the comments and yeah, we will try to provide the best. Uh, the first question is Yelp easy to bid for a service-based keyword? Oh, it's like um, Yelp might have YouTube channel or something like this. <laughs> uh, okay, we can uh, convert this question. For example, if uh, you have some uh, big competitors uh, in your niche, uh, how to overcome them uh, to provide much better content or uh, to think more about promotion? your insights. Yeah, so if if you are starting out on YouTube and you have some like 800 pound gorillas in your space, then don't be disheartened is number one uh, because everyone has to start somewhere. Um, I wasn't the biggest person when I started on YouTube. Um, I'm not today, but we're doing something about that. So I don't, I don't care if there's people bigger than me or whatever. There's always gonna be somebody who comes up that beats the competition. So that's number one. It's just mindset. So don't worry about that. Uh, second thing is that search um, is a great place to start. Is, is a great place to start when you're uh, uploading uh, content first on YouTube. So you can take your competition's best performing videos and make a version of your own. Very easy to do. So uh, when you upload content that's newer than your competition's, you have what's called recency. Um, to your advantage, and you know, you know this with the with the SEO content too, mm-hmm. is that when your content is younger than, say, they've got a video that might be three or four years old, you create your version of that, and when somebody does a search uh, for that particular piece of content, you can rank above them because your video is newer. And when you're creating a great viewer experience, and when people are staying on your video for a long time, and you're sending people to more videos i.e. you're keeping people on the YouTube platform, then YouTube are gonna promote your video even more for those for that particular keyword term, but also for the associated keywords too that go with that particular search term. So don't worry about the competition. We all have to start somewhere. Just mm-hmm. start is really what you need to do. Yeah. Look at your competition, You recreate what they did well in your style and make it better if you can, um, but don't be afraid of it. Okay, okay, got it. Uh, we have the next question uh, from Sharon. Best place to find relevant keywords, any tips? Uh, first place is go to YouTube directly, start typing into the search bar uh, your keyword, and the auto suggest will give you the uh, most popular keyword phrases that people are viewing. So that we are, are viewing, are looking at. So that's the first place. Then hop over onto the Googles and do the exact same thing there. Uh, go look at um, the uh, Google Keyword Tool, and you can get an idea for search volume on Google. It's it's related on uh, YouTube, but not exactly the same. It, it's not a direct um, direct transferred over there. Um, other great keyword tools are VidIQ. You can also use uh, TubeBuddy as well. Um, so we use all of those tools. Uh, people use keywords anywhere. So there's a number of tools out there, but the first place to start is just start on YouTube, see what other videos pop up for those keyword terms, and then just uh, create your own version of those uh, titles for your own videos. Okay, um, I have the question about, for example, you found some keyword ideas, uh, good keywords, you might think, and um, 
how uh, to analyze uh, the content. I mean, like uh, uh, user's intent. Because uh, um, once I spoke with one YouTuber and he told me, I don't know what's going on. I have totally the same videos that my competitors have, but they get me a million views. I can't get even a thousand views. What's going on? What do I need to do? And, you know, I check out. He tried to replicate their content. Can yeah. you tell what to do? Uh, to provide something new, uh, where to, uh, I don't know, <laughs> uh, where to focus your attention? Yeah, so without analyzing the channel, there's a lot going on in the background. So it could be that their average click-through rate, their, the click-through rate in their thumbnails is terrible. So they may have a thumbnail that just gets no click-throughs. And their average click-through rate is just really, really low, maybe 1% or 2% or something like that. So that doesn't help them. Um, their subscriber base, it, like even if they've got a couple of thousand subscribers and they send out uh, a video, uh, like when they upload a video, if, those, if their subscribers aren't going over and watching the video, then YouTube, like because I don't know if you know, but YouTube will send um, a, an email notification to a percentage of your subscribers. And if those click through and watch your video, then it will send another notification email out till if, if it gets a good click through rate, then uh, YouTube will send an email out to all the subscribers. So mm -hmm. that might be going on that they just don't have a good open rate for the their subscriber base. And um, their content might be just rubbish. We don't know. Again, we, we can't see it. Maybe they their people are clicking off too early that there's a, a massive drop at the in the first 10, 20, 30 seconds of the video and YouTube are not going to promote the video. There's so many things out there without seeing a specific example that you can, you, you could hypothesize all day as to what it could be. Yeah, I know about thumbnails and uh, titles. <laughs> we usually pay a lot of attention here. And uh, yeah, we just try to provide something unique. Yeah. Um, uh, because uh, once I learned uh, from one audio podcast, uh, um that uh, one youtuber um he has over uh, 2 million subscribers and he told that uh, he got them because of thumbnails and titles when he changed directions uh, and started to provide some um, unique thumbnails with famous people you know he put uh, a lot of content about uh, uh, Tony Robinson, Gary Vee, and many others. Uh, and yep, and he he told that his success <laughs> depends on his thumbnails and titles because people want to click to this content. Uh, can you tell how to create such awesome uh, thumbnails? And uh, if you want to write some titles, where to pay attention? Oh, now that that's like a week. Like one of those alone is like a week's worth of training. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's a it, it's very difficult to be able to answer that in a, in a quick interview like this because there's so many things involved in that. And um, some quick tips is we always recommend that you put the um, the picture of whatever it is you or whatever on the right hand side and any text you're going to put on the left uh, because YouTube puts um, any uh, their overlays like the, the length of your video, all that sort of stuff goes on the right. So you don't want that covering any text, any valuable text that you have in your thumbnails. Uh, put, use minimal text as well. Uh, the least amount of words that you can use on there, the better. Um, look at the uh, camera as well. If, if it's you and you're looking at the, if your face is on the thumbnail, look at the lens, look directly down the lens as well. Um, it's been shown that uh, eyeball, like looking into the person's eyes will 
dramatically increase click-through rate. Um, use colors that stand out. Don't use the same colors as everyone else. Make sure that you've got a color that stands out from your competition as well. Uh, with your thumbnail, or with your thumbnails, with your titles, um, have something that has your keywords in there and put your main keywords at the very beginning. Um, I see a lot of people where they will go, oh, uh, a walk in the country, uh, episode 72 is the first thing they put at the uh, at the beginning of their title instead of, I fell down a well today, or something that's going to grab the attention of the audience, or an alien uh, said hello uh, in the mountains. Something like, you know, something that's going to grab the attention, you need to put that right at the beginning, or your main keywords if you're using, uh, using your video for SEO. Uh, put that right at the beginning and then put your episode number or any other stuff that's not really going to get you traffic at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, in my titles, for example, I usually test with uh, numbers, brackets, and uh, different titles. Uh, um, uh, especially I can do it for my Russian channel. For example, uh, once I changed my titles and my video uh, was ranked much better, higher. Yeah. Um, because, um, yeah, I think uh, click-through rate is uh, an important algorithm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's one of the top ones, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's not like in Google. Okay, we have the question from Riot Heiseni. I'm sorry if I can pronounce correctly your name. Uh, are subscribers in some countries worth more less than others? Not necessarily subscribers, but viewers. Mm -hmm. They are definitely worth. They're worth differing amounts in different countries. So the top, the top value subscribers are U.S., U.K., Australia, uh, Canada, those sort of countries, because that's where the advertisers will pay more. So it's not necessarily subscribers, but viewers. Now, if you mm -hmm. can get subscribers from those countries, even better. Uh, but it's viewers who watch your content. Um, that and even if well, if you've got a service as well, that's that's where if you're trying to convert your subscribers into customers, then yes, your subscribers are worth more in different countries. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, my team asks. Uh, how many subscribers in minimal count for small business account in YouTube? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Guys, please clarify the question. Uh, how many subscribers in minimal count for small business? For uh, small account business account in YouTube? Zero? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I often see one interesting thing that uh, some uh, YouTubers uh, have no a lot of subscribers, like uh, 10,000 subscribers, uh, like my channel, uh, and um, in uh, but they have a lot of views. Uh, yes. 10,000 views, you know, for one video, a lot of comments, likes, engagement, yeah. but some YouTubers have 100,000 subscribers and uh, low engagement without yeah. comments, likes. What's going on? <laughs> so there's a number of things. Um, it's mm -hmm. like the, uh, like a channel that might have like say uh, 10,000 subs, but there might be like each video might get 100,000 views. There's a number of channels like that, sports channels, like uh, football teams especially are like that. So I know like I know the guys at Arsenal Fans TV here in London. Um, like they'll get a lot of viewers from Man United. They'll get viewers from Chelsea. They'll get viewers from Tottenham. But none of them are going to ever subscribe. But they want to watch what the content says about maybe the match or whatever or 
trying to sack a manager or whatever, they'll watch the videos, but they will never ever subscribe. <laughs> uh, kids channels is the same back before, back way back when, when you could have a like make money from a kids channel, um, because parents are just putting or putting the iPad on, giving it to the child, and the child is just watching video after video after video after video. So none there would there would be subscribers, like there'd be a ninety eight percent viewership from non subscribers. Um, and that was common with uh, kids' channels. So only 2% of people would, would bother to subscribe, even though they could get like 20 million views on a video. 98, up to 98% of them would be non-subscribers. Um, so that, that's what can happen there. And on the other side, it can happen that people just uh, create content. They start, they, they, they start changing the content. And the, 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 the subscribers just don't bother uh, watching the content anymore because they've changed direction. Um, they don't always unsubscribe. They're just going, yeah, or they've just changed the email address and they're they're not doing anything again. So there's a there's a number of reasons for those things. Mm -hmm. How to force them uh, to subscribe to channel? Um, well, you can't force them. You can't go around the house with a big stick when they're watching them on your phone or whatever, and you can't force mm -hmm. them to subscribe. Uh, what you do do is a like I said earlier, tell them to subscribe. Give them when you upload your content. And also the reason to subscribe as well, and just keep doing that on a consistent basis on every single video, um, and just show that you know you uh, on your live streams you can call out, you can give shout outs to your subscribers, you can give shout outs to comments. So create a community around your content is the best way to get people to invite people to subscribe instead of trying to force them to subscribe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got it. Okay, what do you think about uh, promo? In your video, because uh, um, I um, learned from one uh, uh, YouTuber, and he told that you don't need to use any promo because you can lose uh, uh, some people who will watch your video because uh, if they see the same promo many times, <laughs> they will avoid watching in the next time. Yeah. Uh, uh, any suggestions uh, to use promo or not? Because I see uh, even big channels use promo. I mean, it depends on personal preference. Like we don't, um, we just get straight into the content. Um, like we don't, we don't really do that much with with our clients either. Um, if they want to have a promo on there, it's fine. It depends on, like, it depends on your audience as well. If your audience is burned out from promos, then we definitely recommend that you don't do it. Like, if all the big players in your in your space are not using promos, don't mm -hmm. bother. It doesn't add value, really. Um, that's why we dropped it. It was just like an extra five seconds of, eh. um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we don't do it on our videos anymore. We get straight into the content. Like we recommend with our clients and customers to go just get into the content as quickly as possible. Again, it goes back to a better viewing experience. Um, promos don't necessarily uh, go create a negative viewing experience. And you, if your audience loves you, then they won't mind a promo. Um, but if you're trying to attract new people, especially, then um, I, you know, wouldn't really bother with it. Uh, okay. Uh, the next question about uh, retaining uh, the audience. Uh, it's uh, crucial on YouTube. Yep. When you yes. can, uh, when your uh, audience keep watching, and uh, over eighty percent of uh, users keep watching after fifteen seconds. Yep. Uh, how to hook them? How to catch their attention and uh, I don't know, to force to watch the whole video. You like forcing people to do stuff, <laughs> on it, don't you? You just want a big stick and go, watch my videos. You just watch it. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, I'll, I'll get, you can't force anybody to do anything. It's far too easy today for people to pick mm -hmm. up their phone. If they don't like the video, they're just going to go swipe and they're gone. So that's where you have to invite and entice people to watch your content because mm -hmm. you can't go mm -hmm. around everybody with a big stick and a tolly. No matter how many well, times. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So the thing is, again, have a great thumbnail, have a great title on your video. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, is that the content in your video fulfills on the pri the pr the promise of the title. If you've got like a great title for your video, you need to make sure that whatever you promise in that title is fulfilled in that video. Because if it isn't, that's where they're going to drop off. They're going to say, screw you, and they're never going to come back to your channel again. Um, so you need to make sure that your content is great, that you have a hook at the very beginning. So I'm going to give you the number one way where you can get 1 million subscribers guaranteed in the next 60 days. Now, if I put that on YouTube and I was able to fulfill on that, that thing would have like 10 million views in like a month. Mm -hmm. um, so, and again, as long as I was able to fulfill on that uh, particular promise and give content and step-by-step -step instructions that people could do that, then that's how you will entice people to stay and watch that video all the way through to the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, you know, uh, I saw a few YouTubers uh, who have uh, a lot of subscribers uh, and they don't know about keyword research. You know, they usually provide some entertainment content uh, and yeah. it's like brand awareness without uh, thinking about uh, keyword research. Can you tell uh, some advice how, how people can do it? You know, uh, uh, for example, to create content, what they want to create, uh, not what people want to search. Well, again, if, if, like, like if you're an entertainment channel or a comedy channel or, or a gamer channel, um, those, those areas, like you're, you're relying on intuition on mm -hmm. what people are looking for. Um, like if you are connected with your audience, like say uh, on a comedy channel, and you know exactly what your audience finds funny because you find it funny, then you're in a great place. You are in a phenomenal place. Unfortunately, not everybody has that connection. Not everybody has that intuition that what they create, lots of other people will find funny. Uh, what they think is funny, no one else finds funny. Not even their granny, not even the dog or their cat or anybody. Um, so they're stuck, and that's where they need to um, spend more time finding out what's funny, so that they know uh, what to create for themselves, um, and and or or go back to do more research on YouTube and keywords and stuff like that to do that keyword research and create content that people uh, want to watch as opposed to what they want to create. Um, and then that's where we find a lot of uh, YouTubers fall down. It's like, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to follow any rules. I don't want to follow any norms. I just want to create whatever I want to create because I'm a creator and I, I, should, I should get millions of views for every video I make. And it says, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, if you can't create content that other people want to watch, you're stuck in your room by yourself with zero views and your granny isn't even going to watch your videos anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, thanks for insights. Uh, the next question, right? Hi, Sunny. Um, another quick question to on average, how much does a channel get paid per view in the UK? Um, per view, it's like nothing. <laughs> you get paid per thousand views. Um, so again, it depends on the channel. It depends on your audience. And this is where we said like, 
if you have an audience in the US or UK, predominantly from there, you're going to make more money than your if the if your audience is typically in India or the Philippines or Africa or something like that. So it's like how long is a piece of string? You can make you could make ten dollars a month if you've got a decent channel, or you could make ten thousand dollars a month if you're a decent channel. Um, it depends on your audience, depends on your content, depends on how much content you upload. It depends on your click-through rate, your watch time, how many views you get in your videos. It's, it's, there's too many variables to be able to pick a figure. Uh, uh, thanks. Uh, what about descriptions? You know, uh, I see that some channels provide long descriptions with uh, full explanations about the video. Others don't care, like a few sentences, that's it, you know. Uh, uh, YouTube analyzes descriptions uh, to think uh, uh, like to rank your content or yeah. not. <laughs> sort of, kind of. They they're they're not as they don't hold as much weight as they used to. Like descriptions and tags used to be very important ten years ago, mm -hmm. um, eight years ago, five you know it's five years ago. But now there's less and less emphasis on um, descriptions and tags. Like. Tags will probably not exist in the next two years on a YouTube on a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. There's there's less and less um, uh, factors involved with tags. Descriptions still do hold some weight, uh, and YouTube uses the title. You know, the title is the is the big one um, from mm -hmm. the metadata. The title is the big one. That's where YouTube gets most of, most of its data from the in within the first twenty four to forty eight hours. Uh, once you upload your video, then the AI kicks in. It sees how people react to the video. And if people react favorably and you've got your right keywords and your title and stuff, then your video is going to rank and you're going to get more views from the search. Um, and you're going to get more suggested as well. Um, if you've got like a re like filled out 5,000 characters in your description, you've got a great, you know, great title, but people drop off after 10 or 15 or 20 seconds, it doesn't make a difference how long your description is. It's not going to hold weight. Because the view, the view, viewing experience is not great. You might have good click-through rate, but if they're dropping off after 20 seconds, like if you have an 80% drop off after 20 seconds, forget it. It doesn't matter how optimized your video is. The viewing experience is is really, really bad. So YouTube are going to drop you. Mm -hmm. so okay. To answer your question, descriptions. Yeah, put a uh, like we do two paragraphs in the description. We do still deck out the the tags, but we typically will put in like a uh, like just our standard description after we put the first two paragraphs. So we 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 will still put our keywords in the paragraphs because it's not necessarily for optimization. It's actually for viewing experience because you get up to 140 characters shown underneath the video in search. So if you can give people a better idea of your video in that first paragraph, then you go. It, it can help with click through rate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Okay. Um... The next question from Maxim. What's better, quality content or popular hype topics? Quality content will beat hands down every single time. <laughs> How Next to measure question. quality? How to measure quality on YouTube? It's interesting. Again, what if you're if your average view duration is like 60, 70 percent, you have quality content big time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, if you can if you can keep people on your videos for longer, you're going to get more views. You're going to get more uh, suggested from YouTube. You're going to be ranked higher up. Um, your subscribers are going to go through the roof. You know, you're going to get more shares and comments and likes and stuff. So yeah, it, it's going to work all around. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, got it. Okay, uh, how to YouTube combat viewer fraud? Mm. Ah, it's like yeah, bots. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, you, YouTube have been working on this for years. Um, now they, their AI is getting even more and more advanced every single year. Um, whereas like back, oh God, about five, six years ago, like YouTube would do a purge of a channels like once a year. And then the whole YouTube world freaked out because they lost a load of subscribers, but they were all dead channels anyway. Um, then it happened. It was like it went to twice a year. Um, and then like, re- I think 2018, 2019, you get like three or four or five a year. Now, almost every other month, you're going to get a purge of um, subscribers. And it's, it's just a case that it's going to be more and more regular. And with it, it's the same with views as well, that YouTube are checking the views. They know when like they're like the technology that they use on Google, they use on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and we're going to see more and more updates on YouTube as well because Google pretty much have the, the the search engine nailed down at this stage. Like we don't need a panda, a pigeon, or a python, or a Pythagoras, or any other sort of animals um, on Google anymore. They're just making little minor tweaks. Um, so now they can take that team and focus on you, the YouTube search engine because people have gone from Google over to over to YouTube and they're trying to game the system over there. So we're probably going to see more um more uh, updates in the search engine algorithm um over on youtube in the next this year next year and year after uh, to try and bring that up to speed where google is the google search engine is right now so it's uh, you, you know, if you try scammy stuff you're going to get found out eventually unless you're constantly changing what you do the locations all of these things which ends up being just a nightmare instead of just focusing on creating great valuable content that your audience wants to see that they'll come back and watch again and again and they will share with their friends yeah yeah i agree completely um don't play with this you know if you want to get results just be consistent and exactly quality content with a great viewer experience yep okay um i'm interested about um marketing techniques uh, that YouTubers can use, you know, to promote their videos. For yeah. example, uh, for my Russian channel, uh, when we submit a new video, we uh, provide, um, uh, we send a lot of emails, uh, we share yeah. on social media, even we use uh, Google ads to get results. For yeah. my English channel, I have some LinkedIn community. I share my content on LinkedIn uh, and uh, comment on other channels. What techniques can you suggest, you know, for small YouTubers? So, uh, like, so, so the, the simple things, like, as you said, share on every single platform that you've got. Um, like, and, and there's even things like promoting your channel on your channel. People don't do that. Tell people, like I said earlier with my, with my call to action, make sure to hit the subscribe button and click on the notification bell. We upload videos every single Tuesday and go live on Saturday. Tell people when you upload your content. Mm-hmm. And, and make sure to you know hit the subscribe button so you can grow your YouTube channel and give them a benefit. People don't see that. They go, oh, hey, guys, if you like my channel, make sure to hit subscribe, that sort of thing. You know, and it's just too weak. And it's like, no one's interested in that. People are far too busy. Unless you're a kid and you've got booked loads of time in your life. Um, so even like promoting yourself on your own channel, people don't do that. Um, if you have a website, put your blog, put your posts on a blog post so that you've got an embed, which tells the YouTubes that this is valuable content. 
um, there is a share button underneath your video. Share your button on all those platforms there as well. Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, uh, Blogger, uh, Mixer, all of them. Share your uh, everything there. Um, actively post your content on LinkedIn. Put not just put, don't just put up posts, but create mm -hmm. articles on LinkedIn and embed your video. And because on LinkedIn, if you're playing the LinkedIn game, your posts, uh, not just your post, but yeah, you can you can use your videos, your YouTube videos as um, sticky posts. And if you create articles, you can then pin those articles on your profile too. So make sure that you're just promoting everywhere as much as possible. If you are in a community on Reddit, say you've got a subreddit or something like that, post them in there. Uh, Reddit's a phenomenal place um, for uh, YouTube and communities and stuff like that. And um, Facebook groups, um, all that sort of thing. Um, just again, it's not rocket surgery, but just promote, 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 get people. Hey, would you mind going over watch my video, clicking like and leaving us leaving a leaving a comment on there. And if you like, if you want to subscribe, feel free to do so. You know, if you're if you're talking to somebody one on one. Um, or if you're in a conversation with with other people of like-minded people and the conversations turns you got ask them about their YouTube channel first rather than going hey I've got a channel subscribe to me that sort of thing it says hey uh, what's your YouTube channel about oh great what is it pull up your phone have a look and then get them interested in you because you're interested in them and then other people will start to reciprocate as well and follow your you know your socials and you on YouTube too so so many things pick one, go with that, then do the next one, then do the next one, do the next one. You just have to be, um, again, consistent with your marketing as well, that you're helping get people onto your videos and getting views and subscribers. Uh, okay, what about commenting? For example, when you comment on some uh, popular channels, is it uh, does it work, you know, provide results or not? We don't really do that much of it. Like we, like the comments we do, we focus on our channel and mm -hmm. our client channels. Um, so, like we will reply to comments on our own channel every once in a while. If if there's somebody we want to connect with or a client wants to connect with, then if they have a live stream, we'll go on their live stream. We'll comment on there. So we've got that little bit of mind share. But from a from a commenting perspective, if you're smaller, it might help. That if you're commenting and people see mm -hmm. that, like I see that on my my comment feed, that a uh, number of subscribers, like a number of people who comment who are subscribers, will start talking with each other, um, and then they get to know each other, and then they go and watch each other's channel, their videos, and stuff like that. And particularly on live streams where we do have a lot of uh, cross subscriber base on there, where people will go, "Hey, what do you do? Oh, I do this too. Oh, great, let's let's have a chat," and then they go offline and they chat offline. Um, so as as a strategy, we don't necessarily use it, but we do reply to, um, to comments on our own videos. That's a uh, uh, that is a prerequisite as well. You need to reply to people on your own on your own videos. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have another question. Um, by the way, it's interesting question. I like it. Thanks for sharing. As uh, our attention spans become considerably yep. shorter, would you say shorter videos are better than longer videos? of engaging viewers to gain subscribers. No, 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 no. I can't say it often enough. YouTube is the home of long form content. Now we haven't touched about shorts yet, which we need to do because I've got to go in six minutes. But YouTube is the home of long form content. 
if you are a gamer, you've probably been on a live stream for one, two, three, four, five, six hours, and it seemed like minutes. So I understand like uh, Instagram has conditioned people to um, watch short form content, like 60 seconds, like stories and stuff, 60 seconds or less. Uh, LinkedIn is similar. Um, you know, the, 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 the stats showed that like a two minute video, two and a half minute video is really what people will watch. I would disagree. And Facebook, if you look at Facebook, the videos that they feed now are nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 minutes long. Why? Because they're trying to copy YouTube and they're putting uh, ads on the videos and they're putting ads midway through the video as well because that's how they're going to sell more ad space on their platform. So you, Facebook is actually conditioning people to watch longer form content and they're trying to get more people from YouTube over there. Um, TikTok is a different animal in itself and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about shorts. But for uh, if you think that uh, people have ADD, go on YouTube. I will guarantee you they spend hours on there watching long videos. Yeah, you know, uh, in my experience, longer videos provide much better results than uh, short if, variants. If you're a business, you cannot give a business tip in 60 seconds. You well, unless it's one single thing, but it, then it's a bite-sized thing. Like that's where my videos are like at the top 10 things. It's going to be minimum 10 minutes. Easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, I often see when some channels have short videos, other long videos, I think it depends on your audience in the first. Yep. It's better to analyze what type of content they want to get. And even big channels have short videos and they are success, have success in their ways. Yep. Uh, and some channels have long videos. I think it depends, but uh, of course, longer videos keep uh, longer on YouTube, and yeah, yeah. You, they, YouTube they, help, they help with your watch time on your channel, which is the currency I mentioned earlier on YouTube. That if you can keep people on the platform for longer, YouTube are going to promote those videos much more than anyone else's. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, we have uh, a few minutes. Uh, I want to ask just the last question about um, retaining audience. Um, yes. Uh, once I get uh, advice, it's like, uh, I don't remember exactly, but um, one YouTuber told that you need to retain audience even if they watch other videos. Uh, uh, your video can be a chain in uh, to yes. uh, keep audience. Yeah. How, you, how you can provide something like this? Okay, so that's called, uh, like there's two types of watch time and we've been talking about this. So watch time is how long people watch your videos. Mm -hmm. That's that's called video watch time. Then you've got the second one, which is called session watch time. So mm -hmm. say somebody come in and watch your video, they watch that video and then they go watch PewDiePie or Mr. Beast for the next 10 hours. Mm -hmm. That 10 hours of viewing time on YouTube will be attributed to your initial video. So that session watch time goes back to your video. So your video becomes a gateway for people to stay on the YouTube platform. So if they had a good viewing experience, but said, oh yeah, I wanna catch up with Mr. Beast for the next 10 hours, that's fine. Um, you're, you'll have your watch time on your video, your video watch time, and then you will have the session watch time as well. So this video here becomes this gateway that sends people off to other, uh, other videos on the YouTube platform. Now, if you can get them to go from this video to your video, to your video, to your video, then you're not only getting uh, watch time on all of those videos, but you're also, this video has also got the session watch time for all of those videos as well. So that's the real trick, is getting them to go to bounce from video to video to video on your channel rather than 
going and watching Mr. Beast or Casey Nice out of PewDiePie for 10 hours. Uh, is it possible to measure this metric or not? I mean, like... Uh, Session watch time, no. They, oh, don't give oh. that, they don't give that metric out. Okay, okay. Thanks a lot. Um, yep, uh, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I keep going with my YouTube. Thanks. And uh, uh, tell where people can find you uh, and connect with you. Yeah, so uh, the obvious place is youtube.com forward slash David Walsh online. Uh, subscribe there, obviously. We upload videos Tuesdays, tech videos Thursday, and go live answering your questions on how to grow your YouTube channel every single Saturday, 6 p.m. UK time. You think I did that a few times. Um, also, connect with me. You can connect with me on Instagram. Uh, you can connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the preferred one. Um, so just ping me there, DM me, uh, connect. Uh, say you saw this uh, live stream, and uh, we can we can we can connect there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks for watching our uh, webinar. Uh, hope to see you, uh, at least one time. You know, <laughs> yeah, we can schedule. I don't know <laughs> uh, for six months, like something like this. And um, thanks for watching. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.